Coming up on 5-Minute News. Oklahoma passes the country's strictest abortion ban. January 6th panel seeks testimony about Capitol tour. And CDC urges booster shots for children aged 5 to 11. It's Friday, May 20. I'm Anthony Davis. Lawmakers in Oklahoma on Thursday approved a bill prohibiting all abortions with few exceptions, and providers said they would stop performing the procedure as soon as the governor signs it in the latest example of the GOP's national push to restrict access to what has been a constitutional right for nearly half a century. Oklahoma already passed a half-dozen anti-abortion measures this year, and while abortion providers across the country have been bracing for the possibility that the U.S. Supreme Court's new conservative majority might further restrict the practice, that has especially been the case in Oklahoma and Texas. Two of Oklahoma's four abortion clinics already stopped providing abortions after the governor signed a six-week ban earlier this month, and an attorney for the two other independent clinics said on Thursday they will no longer offer services once the bill is signed. The bill is likely to reach Governor Kevin Stitt's desk early next week, and the first-term Republican running for re-election has already said he would sign any anti-abortion bill the legislature sends to him. It would take effect immediately after he signs it. The bills are part of an aggressive push in Republican-led states across the country to scale back abortion rights. It comes on the heels of a leaked draft opinion from the nation's High Court that suggests justices are considering weakening or overturning the landmark Roe v. Wade decision that legalized abortion nearly 50 years ago. The bill by Collinsville Republican Representative Wendy Stearman would prohibit all abortions except to save the life of a pregnant woman or if the pregnancy is the result of rape or incest that has been reported to law enforcement. The committee investigating the U.S. Capitol insurrection is asking a House Republican for more information about a tour of the building the panel says he led the day before the deadly attack. The committee's letter to Georgia Representative Barry Loudermilk on Thursday is the latest attempt by House investigators to obtain cooperation from GOP lawmakers in the probe of the January 6, 2021 attack. Supporters of then-President Donald Trump violently broke into the Capitol that day and interrupted the certification of President Joe Biden's victory. The voluntary request comes as the panel has already conducted more than a thousand interviews about the insurrection and it prepares for a series of hearings in June. The questions about the tours of the Capitol ahead of the attack have lingered since the days afterward, when Democrats suggested that some Republican members may have helped the rioters. But so far there has been no public evidence of that assistance. The letter to Loudermilk said that Republicans on a separate panel, the House Administration Committee, had previously said they reviewed security footage from January 5th and said there were no tours, no large groups, no one with MAGA hats on. Loudermilk is a member of that panel. But the January 6th Committee's review of the evidence directly contradicts that denial, wrote Committee Chairman Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney. 
Children aged 5 through 11 should get a booster dose of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, advisors to the US government said on Thursday. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention quickly adopted the panel's recommendation, opening a third COVID-19 shot to healthy elementary-aged kids, the same as is already recommended for those aged 12 and older. The hope is that an extra shot will shore up protection for kids aged 5 to 11 as infections once again are on the rise. Vaccination with a primary series among this age group has lagged behind other age groups, leaving them vulnerable to serious illness, said CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky in a statement. We know that these vaccines are safe and we must continue to increase the number of children who are protected, she said. Earlier this week, the Food and Drug Administration authorised Pfizer's child-sized booster to be offered at least five months after the youngster's last shot. The CDC takes the next step of recommending who actually needs vaccinations. Its advisers debated if all otherwise healthy 5- to 11-year-olds need an extra dose, especially since so many children were infected during the huge winter surge of the Omicron variant. But the US now is averaging 100,000 new cases per day for the first time since February. And ultimately, the CDC's advisers pointed to growing evidence from older kids and adults that two primary vaccinations plus a booster are providing the best protection against the newest coronavirus variants. This always perhaps should have been a three-dose vaccine, said Dr. Grace Lee of Stanford University, who chairs the CDC's advisory panel. The booster question isn't the hottest vaccine topic. Parents still are anxiously awaiting a chance to vaccinate their children under five, the only group not yet eligible in the US. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects.